0: You're listening to Take Out Therapy. I'm your host, Rebecca Hunter. I'm a private practice therapist and anxiety specialist who's doing things differently. In about 20 minutes, I'm here to teach you how to deal with an everyday difficult element of life in a healthier way. This podcast is unscripted, totally unedited, just my straight up advice from years of experience. This is not therapy. It's just personal growth for people in a hurry for change. So let's get to work. Well, hello friend. I'm so glad you decided to join me today because today's episode is a little game show. We're gonna play What's Another Version. You see, one of the things that comes up in the therapy office all the time is that people have a situation in their life and they're expending their energy on it in a certain way that's not helpful or productive, it doesn't feel good to them. And to be honest, a lot of times when we really pick it apart, what's happened is they've lost their ability to come up with different perspectives and decide upon the one that makes the most sense to them, that aligns with their life values and that frankly feels better. But you know how it is, life. We get stuck in our perspective and all of a sudden we think things are have to be a certain way or um, we don't realize we're thinking about things in a very limited manner, right? But The reason that the game of what's another version is so fun is that it allows us to play with perspective, which frankly is part of the value of doing therapy is that when you come to therapy, we kind of monkey around with your skills in taking on different perspectives. right? I mean, you know how it is. Your buddy has a situation and the situation's not that much different from yours, right? Maybe they hate their job and you hate your job. (laughs) Let's just use that one. Because I think at a certain level, we can all really relate to it, right? We've all had jobs that were like, I'm done with this. I need to leave here. I'm completely miserable, right? And you might have one perspective about it, and your buddy might have another perspective about it. And maybe I, a therapist, would have even yet another perspective about it, because I'm not you, and your friend is not you, and you are you. So you have your perspective, your history, your chemistry, your makeup, right? Your brain habits. So... That's why playing What's Another Version is always a good idea. Now, this game is really fun because all we do is we take a silly situation in life and then we just try to think of, I don't know, let's go with three different versions of how we could think about and conceptualize what is our perspective on any given situation. Okay, so the first situation up for grabs today is that i went on this amazing hike a couple weeks ago oh my gosh you guys it was epic first of all we were supposed to hike five miles or like maybe six miles and it ended up being 11 miles and so um after i got over the shock of that um no it was great right because all when all you have to do all day long is put one foot in front of the other you can do amazing distances and reach amazing places. Anyways, we went on this hike to a waterfall and it was a hu- it was a beautiful waterfall and it had a huge like swimming pool pond in front of it. You know, you could jump and it went down this beautiful meandering river and you could just like hang out there for hours. So we did, it was wonderful. It was a wonderful day. I didn't plan on hiking six miles. I I could have gotten very hung up right there. I also didn't plan to lose my awesome sunglasses that I got last year for my birthday and they were Maui Jim's. They were freaking sweet and I lost them on that hike. So guess what? This is a great opportunity to play what's another version. Right? Because you might be thinking to yourself, "Oh man, I've lost sunglasses before, right? I am such an idiot. I always lose sunglasses. As a matter of fact, I lose everything. So that's one version, my friend, that we can all go with. And what does it do to us, right? I would call that version (laughs) self-blame, you know? Um, And what does it do to us? How about a different version? Okay. Well, after losing my sunglasses, which frankly, I had to tinkle. And so I went off trail a little in the woods and did my business. And unfortunately, remember as clear as day, setting my sunglasses on the log for just a pinch because I had like you know, my, all my crap. I had my camel back, I had my hiking poles. Um, Thank goodness I needed them really badly that day. And so, yeah, so I can see myself losing those sunglasses and it was upsetting. When I realized about an hour after my little um, relief stop that I did not any longer have my sunglasses with me, I could have gone in one version of myself, which was really cranky and forgetting that I was in nature and this beauty and just going full on temper tantrum, right? Feeling really awful, acting like this was the most awful thing that could happen. Like those sunglasses were not cheap they were a gift for my sweet sweet man they were not something i would have spent like i don't spend money on like super fancy things so he that's one of the ways that he um, is in partnership with me sometimes he gets me nice things <laughs> i'm so happy <laughs> um, i'm learning i'm learning right but i could have just like gone in this whole spiral and just been cranky. The rest of the day I was with my two girlfriends that could have gone to hell in a handbasket, <clears throat> And I did go there. So what happened was I I kind of slowed my pace and I gave myself some time to be really pissed off about losing my sunglasses. I knew right where they were. The other option was that I could go back and get them, but there's more to that story because this was not a loop. I mean, it was not an out and back. You didn't go back the way you typed in. And it was 11 miles and I couldn't put another step onto it because like, ouch. And so we didn't, that wasn't an option. So what I did was I kind of kept it to myself and I gave myself time to consider what's another version (laughs) that I could have that would serve me. That would be challenging, yes. Not to get out of the pain of the loss, but to challenge me. And I went for mindfulness. I decided, like, I'm in the woods. I don't have sunglasses. That is happening. That's a fact. But I'm in the woods, and I'm on this beautiful trail. And look now. I'm at this amazing waterfall. And it smells amazing. And the colors are so beautiful and the sound of that water rushing, I just decided to go full on mindful. I was like, where do I want my energy to go right now? How do I want to feel right now? I don't want to be worried about sunglasses. Like I'm never probably going to take that hike again because it was really long. And I prefer just a little pinch of a shorter excursion. So it's like, That's the other version right is to just like can you just be in where you're in and yeah feel some feelings about what happened the loss the sunglasses whatever right. But then come on back into your life, because right here and right now, like it was pretty sweet so. That's one what's another version exercise. We went from self-blame to awfulizing to being upset and cranky to deciding on a mindful approach of just like, can you just prioritize and um, make choice about where we want to spend the energy today? Um, So that worked out really well. Right. Okay. Next example, which I think everybody can also relate to, because we've all lost something and we've all ended a relationship. Right. And in this example, I'll use a friendship, right? Because we've all like friendships end. They don't all last forever. And I, I don't like that. And I also fully accept it and embrace it. And I'll get into that a little bit. But so, in this example of what's another version, I will tell you that in the past couple of years, I've ended an important friendship in my life. And I didn't know that that's what was happening. But of course, like we don't always know that relationships are ending before they do, right? So, What are some versions of how we can start to think about the end of friendships, um, regardless of how the end happens? Like I've ended friendships before where it was, whoa, super hard. There was a lot of anger and resentment. There was a lot of shame, right? So here's a version like you know, one direction we can always go in is like, I can never hold on to friends because the people come and go. And a lot of times we, I hear this a lot in the therapy office too. It's like, we take it really like, it means something about us. It's, it's our story relationships. Just don't stick with me. I have a bad picker is one that I um, hear quite a bit. Right. And, and frankly, one that I grew up hearing, so could have very easily become my constant version, you know? So when we end a friendship, we can, we can just get into this storyline. Well, that's like how my life goes, right? This is just more of the same, blah, blah, blah. There's also another version we could blame. Oh my goodness. It feels so good to blame, doesn't it? Like when a friendship or a romantic relationship is over to be like, well, she wasn't this way or she kept doing this and blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, just this idea about othering, just needing the reason for the end of a relationship to be about something other than ourselves is frankly, it's kind of painful, my friend, but our relationships end because of us so much of the time. And you can look back, look back further than sooner, (laughs) right? Because the direct, um, the direct look back, like if it hasn't been very long, you'll be like, Oh, that's not true. Right. This person just kept criticizing me or they just kept being like this, or they just kept being like this, right? What's another version? Well, we could use some insight. We could think about what we need and we want in relationships. And we can admit like this particular relationship wasn't meeting up with what we need. Like I have had friends that have just triggered the shit out of me (laughs) endlessly. And then after a while realize like, I just can't be friends with this person. Like I haven't done the work in my own trauma, in my own life to be able to withstand this shit is basically what I think, right? And I've th- I've ended relationships, and relationships have been ended by others <laughs> with me because I can be difficult, right? And I, if I were to sort of turn to myself and have a kind conversation in some of these relationship endings, there are things that I could work on. Heck yeah, right? So blaming other people and shaming ourselves with these silly stories that we come up with are not always the best version. The better, mo- more productive, helpful, loving version is kind of like, okay, well, what can I learn from this? What was my part? What am I still working towards, right? That maybe this person was asking of me, or what are my like, super solid boundaries. You know, one of the things that I've realized as I've gotten older in my relationships and, and more so recently is like, I'm really working on being better at bringing up conflict, but I need other people to be able to do it too. Like it never feels good to me when I'm always the only one going like, Hey, so that interaction didn't feel good to me right and so i've realized that i'm really not a good fit to be friends with people who are yes people yes everything whatever you think whatever you want to do wherever you want to go whatever you want to eat it doesn't It it's really difficult for me and so as i get older of course i can just sort of you know we can move around in the world there's freedom there you know what's another version is a lot of times when people are ending relationships whatever kind of relationships, it's very difficult. But it's also like they don't think the relationship should end. And I guess what I would say to that is another version is that we all grow and change over time. And sometimes we don't move together in that. And that's why my relationships, my friendships, some of them have ended along the years is because someone else has grown in a different way that I haven't. Or I feel like I've grown in a different direction than somebody else. Or maybe maybe neither of us is growing at all. So that's another version, right? Okay. One more quick example, because I think, um, well, I know, friends, that anxiety is an epidemic. And we really label ourselves that way a lot. One in four people report having anxiety. Just imagine the multitudes that do not report. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people feel really anxious in their lives. Everybody's stressed out, tweaked out. So we have things that we, versions of that story that serve us and versions of the story that do not serve us. So what's a version uh, that people talk about with anxiety? This is where my work specializes. So I have this conversation quite a bit well, my parents were anxious. Well, it runs in my family. Well, everyone I know is anxious. And so this is how life is. This is just how I am. That is one version. Yes, it is. And it's not super helpful because it doesn't move people towards change. It moves people towards like, um, getting comfortable with anxiety and sort of, um, Yeah, just working everything around that, which has never proved to be incredibly helpful. What's another version? Well, one other version is just even the word anxiety. I have stressed out, tweaked out, overwhelmed, um, burned out people coming to me left and right for help. And they call themselves some um, diagnosis. That's what I'll say. We think there's something wrong with us sometimes when we're having a very normal response to our lives. That's what I'll say. We call this pathologizing in my profession. That's one version of anxiety, frankly, and depression and some other um, kind of mental healthy words, right? We say, oh, there's something wrong with me. And this is what it is. And that's also super valid, but not always super helpful, right? Because we want to know what's up, what's up with me? Why do I act like this? Why do I feel like this? But then when we say, oh, it's because everybody in my family feels this way and and this is how I'm going to be. And it's also because I have this thing wrong with me, like I'm not okay and I'll never be okay. What's another version, friends? Because those versions, although they're valid and sometimes they're, um, they can lead to change, often they keep us stuck. So again, like we can sort of push ourselves along in life and help us get in the direction that we want to go in. One other version of the anxiety story is just to be open to learning, to be open to making some changes, right? Everybody that comes to me knows something that they could be doing to help their mental health that they're not currently doing. People are not morons, right? But we just have trouble with our neurochemistry. We just have trouble like sort of getting going, knowing we're doing the right thing right? A lot of people try a lot of things and a lot of things work and a lot of things don't, and then they get resigned and then they start pathologizing themselves. And and another version and the best version is really just to be open to change, to be learning and and making little tweaks along the way. I'm going to record an episode about how to take action Um, so look for that coming up and remember, I actually teach people about how to get rid of dysfunctional stress every single day at my job. So come visit my website and stay in touch. Hey, I hope you enjoyed playing What's Another Version. And it gave you some ideas about the different ways we can look at things and how much power that has over our emotional lives, over how we're feeling. And frankly, um, to create more intention around our mental health, my friend. So if you have trouble playing this game, get in touch. I'll help you get better at it. Okay. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Take Out Therapy. Please forward the podcast along to a friend or take the time to write a short review. That way more people have access to what's essentially free mental health help, guys. I'd love to connect with you off of social media, like for real. One of the ways we can do that is through email. Subscribe to my newsletter so I can keep in touch with you. And of course, I always welcome questions or suggestions. For those of you who have interest in working with me, I specialize in helping people get rid of dysfunctional levels of stress, both through my online classes or in-person work. Come check out my website at RebeccaHunterMSW.com. Okay, thanks for playing. Please tip your waitress on the way out the door. See you next time.